was just realizing I was just touching my face right before we did that. Don't touch your face. Oh my ah. gosh. <laughs> I was doing so well. It's been like two weeks since I touched my face, and it was so weird because I was like, I felt like I was doing something forbidden. Anyway, happy Easter, everybody. And we happy went out Easter. today. And happy we Easter. We left the house for two seconds. We went to the grocery store. It was essential. We're not cooking an Easter meal, so we're doing, uh, we did ho-hos and ding-dongs, as one does. Anyway, uh, Lisa, Andre, Sophia, Ian, we're here. How's everybody doing? <laughs> Hanging in there. Yeah. It's been okay, I guess. <laughs> Everybody's like, is this it? <sighs> this apocalypse is really boring. <laughs> there's, there's, a a, there's no zombies to kill. We're not killing zombies. There's no headshots. All of the all of the zombie films I've been watching. Speaking of zombie day. All the films I've been watching my entire life. I have there's I can't use any of the skills I have. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. By June. Not today. I'm Daryl Dixon. <laughs> just going to rip the sleeves off of this shirt and just go for it. How are we all You've doing? You've The Walking Dead, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. She's I like, watching it because I got like stupid. We're not going to talk about how we all feel. We'll all spiral if Dead. we start talking about The Walking Dead. <laughs> um, but it is on theme. It so is. we have an excuse, but we're not going to do it. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people are so desperate right now for human touch that they would also uh, fuck Alpha with the skin mask on. I'm just thinking a lot of people just like uh, they're up for it at this point. So just mask like, on, socks on. Exactly. The ready socks. to go. The mask was one thing, but the socks, yo. I mean, I know you're standing in. It's cold. The Georgia forest, and you're probably going to get ticks, but you're going to get ticks in other places too. I hope y'all checking the other places. But just the black socks, matching blacks. Anyway. Can you imagine good. having you know being on set when they were doing that scene? Uh, yeah, no. I've been on set. <laughs> I've seen some pretty crazy things on set. I've seen that scene. Yeah. You've you've been on a set where there was naked people too. Oh yeah, on that other that show. Having sex. <laughs> yeah. Um It's when I used to work in porn. Ian did porn. Uh that one time, that one weekend. It was okay. <laughs> he needed the cash. Uh okay, so how's everybody doing doing? I I just want to comment before we get into this. <laughs> Ian, you really do look like you're about to read a manifesto. <laughs> and we spent like 45 minutes trying to light this shit. I just, you really look like <clears throat> you're like some dear leader. and You're trying to get your cult to get together on Zoom this weekend. I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing one of those, you know, those, those tutorials that they do on handguns and I'm just showing you all my guns. Oh yeah. Is that what it is? You need an American flag yeah, behind you. That's right. And you need you to You two, please don't take this down. <laughs> <laughs> I look like I'm the opposite. No, it's totally legit because I, I'm watching those things. Oh, you are? Yeah, because I'm well, on my on my doomsday research. I'm just looking at a whole bunch of shit. And Gun lobby is welcome everywhere. Yeah. Um, and I look like I'm about to, like, I don't know, teach you guys how to knit or some shit. I'm like the teacher that, you know, is trying to pretend like I'm still in this school year. You've I'm got like, this rafters aesthetic I going do. on, and it's like... Possibly you know, not. now that I think about it, you look very similar to a Western history professor that I had freshman year. Yeah. And I think it's the, it's the glasses and the scarf. Like, I think the whole ensemble is coming together quite well. <laughs> Thank you very much. This could be framed on, like, MSNBC sure. as an interview. And you'd be like, and they'd be like, wow, that's cool. Although look you at that person's place. do straight up look like you're about to launch into a conspiracy theory. 
Yeah, but I see I have an exercise thing, so I can't be that far off. You're not okay. <laughs> You're still okay. You're still like hinged to the world. And then the Maggle Haze Eye, they just look like uh, normal people doing normal shit. They don't look there's anything's up. So yeah. I hope I look pretty enough. You look a good you look adorable. Oh yeah, she cut my hair for me. It looks nice. Oh cool. Oh, oh look at that! It's, look at that shave oh, on the side. Wow. wow. Oh wow. Oh oh oh. We got like a undercut <gasps> on this side. Holy shit! Snap. Sophia's got. She just busted out a whole new career in the apocalypse. <laughs> she did the sides and then she uh the did the top a little bit. It looks cute. Good job, Sophia. See, when you're working yeah. with, uh, you know, at the FBI, you can do that with your coworkers. Right. Yeah, you're like, exactly. hey, I got a hookup here. <laughs> Side hustle. And I went to go cut mine, and of course, I messed it up. So did you? It, it did look, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> what were you trying to do? Like cut your split ends? Yeah, I was cutting my dead ends off. I cut like maybe an inch, and my hair when I put it all to the back, it was just like. <laughs> I was like, got it. That's what happened. Oh. I had long hair, and I would try it to do my like ends. A, it looked like a like an analytics chart. <laughs> like it was like very like she like she walked in. She's like, I done fucked up. Yeah, I'm like, what? What you do? And then she turned around. She showed me the ends of her hair. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. Well, at least you're not going anywhere. It's fine. Well, here's the thing. I used now's to do the, the time to mess up on those things. That's true. Now it's time for us all to be in training of stuff. But I feel like when I had long hair and I would cut the ends, I would be so careful, and I thought I was doing it so exact. And then I would like comb it down over my shoulders and be like, "Wow, mm-hmm. is this shit so jacked up?" Yeah. So, because yeah. they're pulling it straight down behind your back, and they're getting that, and you really can't do that if you're yourself. So, hats off to you guys. Cutting hair is hard. It is hard. Cutting hair is hard. I miss all of the hairstylists. Shout out to all the hairstylists. You too. You guys, we miss you. We can't wait to get back. Who am I kidding? I'm just going to still keep giving myself the dyke. Even Number our four. governor is looking kind of raggedy. He's got hair coming out from behind his ears. He does. He's starting like to look <laughs> a little bit like uh, Ichabod Crane. I know, a little bit. Yeah. In our nation state. In our nation state. How is everybody's nation state of mind, though? Is everybody like... Holding in. Let's do a let's do a little temperature check here. How's everybody? No, I just I just loved that segue. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Trying to master the segues, man. Yeah, like how you guys do? That's what's checking from Virginia. What are you guys? What's up? What's up with you two? Svia. Um, just been in my room, I guess, doing the same stuff, eating a lot. Nothing new, really. No, um, her your room does look a little bit like a cave. Like it is my palace. When I when I brought her her <laughs> ice cream last night, I was just like, I pointing, said, don't look. But <laughs> <laughs> there's just like piles of like empty bowls and glasses. There's like a half empty chip bag in the corner. <laughs> That's for my snacks. That's my snacks. When I don't oh, wake gotcha, up at gotcha, three, yeah, I'm yeah, hungry. yeah. <laughs> it has a weird like s- mixture of smells. Like you have a really nice smelling like coffee candle, but then it also kind of smells like corn chips. So you're a little concerned, um, but you can't see the corn chips either. So you don't know where it's coming is from. Is it Sophia or is it food? What is happening? Probably a mixture of both. To be <laughs> um, great. So I'd like to say I'm holding on a little better than that. Um, I don't know how you do it, especially your room. Her, the, the ventilation in this house is terrible. Because it was built in what the what the nineties, 
there's a lot of weird shit that goes on to this house. There's like the circuitry for some reason. Like there's like four light switches for one light. I don't know. And then you have to remember which light does what. You have a panel and it's just like five light switches and you're just like, it could be a light for the under end of the house. It could be the light over you. You don't know. But it's the same thing with the ventilation. The ventilation is terrible, uh, especially in this office. It gets really hot. Fortunately, it's not super hot now because it's a little cold outside. So we good. But in the summers, oh my fucking God, it is a sauna in here. Is it and really? And I always have the fan going. Yeah. My room's the hottest room in the house. So. And she's on the second floor, which makes it worse. Right. Yeah. Oh my God, you're just baking. Yeah. Our whole house we, is like We that, both though. have blackout curtains on our windows because yeah. it's just the, the sun hits the house so with no obstruction. It's terrible. Um, but no, I'm hanging on a little bit better, I think. I don't see you for most of the day, and I just chalk it up to, like, you know, everything going on. But I spent I spent the week putting up this new wallpaper. Um, that's an incentive to look at our YouTube video, see what the wallpaper looks like. <laughs> exactly. It's just gray. Um, but this, it's a great pastime because it takes so fucking long. Yeah. And it's really easy to mess up if you don't measure things correctly. Um, I'm afraid that I don't have enough for my room now because I bought enough for the office and the room and I'm a little afraid I won't have enough to like finish the room because when I first started doing the office, I was messing up a lot and I had to throw out a lot. I tried to save what I could, but like if there was like a rip in it, there was like no way of saving it, but it's a good pastime. This whole office took me around like eight hours that to put it all together. And that was spread out throughout the week. Um, but I, I'm going to need a second hand in the bedroom because that that's going to take like longer swaths of wallpaper and it's impossible to do that by yourself. But. Sophia, are you going to help? Are you going to like jump in? I mean, I'm sure he's going to have going to rope me into it somehow anyway. He's going to drag you out of your cave. Yeah. Yeah. To make her do something productive. She'll come out. Like, she'll puzzle. be like shriveled from like the dark. She'll be like Gollum like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Chips all over her face. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. Reeking yeah. of coffee candle scent and sweat. Wallpaper. Disgusting. No. No. I open my window every now and then, but then like flies and stuff get in my room, so it's like oh. annoying. I hate it. No, wallpaper's great. Peel and stick wallpaper. I got it for forty bucks. Um and I, I bought quite a lot of it. You can you can get enough for like one small room for like ten fifteen dollars. It just depends. I would just measure everything before you order it. Um, so we've been doing that. We've been ha- we have this unfinished puzzle on our dining room table that's been sitting there since Sophia's birthday. Same four weeks ago. Same. Um, <laughs> two thousand pieces. Yeah, oh, oh. Ours is, I don't feel too bad. Yeah. Ours is like eight hundred. Is it eight hundred? Like it's I just think it's, like it's a mi- it's a miniature matrix puzzle that we got is part of our loot crate package and I decided to pull it out because I'm like oh everybody's doing puzzles in the apocalypse and then we haven't touched it. Yeah. Well, you put it on the main table and then I overtook the main table, so it's yeah. on the side That's table. That's kind of where you work on your gear. So I put yeah. it on the, the the little spinny table in the I put the lazy Susan that was on our table on the fancy glass coffee table with the uncomfortable visitor furniture that no one uses in that area. And mm-hmm. because it's sitting in the center of the uncomfortable um, Arafat of photo opportunity f- furniture, uh, we don't go in there at all. So it was. Uh, <laughs> There's nowhere to sit. But back to you. So the puzzles lingering. What is everybody like? What's the general? Mid- like, is there a routine in the house? So obviously, Sophia's in her cave. 
doing God knows what. God knows what. <laughs> and then watching a lot of um crime. There you go. Documentaries and stuff. Okay, there you go. She's solving yeah. this Carol Baskins thing. I'm telling you, she's this is news to me. She's making a <laughs> breakthrough. I found a new one that's quite interesting. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Pazuzu? No. Oh my gosh. What's Pazuzu? It's it's this man named Pazuzu, and he was like a a Satanist, and he would um, like just bring a bunch of people to his house. They would do any sorts of drugs, you know. It'd be like wild. They'd be like shooting guns, you know shitting on the carpet like he didn't care like his house was like <laughs> sounds like, like my family at thanksgiving filth, yeah if filth had <laughs> if filth had a scent it would be that house and like apparently he killed two people and he was like you know like bragging about it and no one believed them but then found out that he did kill two people he hired two prostitutes killed them and then ate them and you watched this to pass the time yeah <laughs> oh my Respect. god wow yeah, I Respect. don't. Is it on Netflix? What? I it, no, I saw. Is like, it I on was Netflix? <laughs> is this on Netflix? I don't know. I, don't I was scrolling so. through Facebook and I saw like Vice. There was like a video about it, and it was from Vice. So I searched it on YouTube, and it's a documentary, but it's like in like episodes, and it's like forty-five minutes. It's like five or six episodes. Crazy. Jeez. And they delve into the world of like drugs and stuff. It's crazy. You see people like shooting heroin just like on a normal day. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Won't be watching that though. Just saying. (laughs) Thanks for the recommendation. No Pazuzu for me. I don't think so. I'm going to keep watching. I think cult's interesting. Yeah. Like if VCU had a cult class, I would so take it. Yeah. I think it's because I was raised where I was raised uh, in a very cult-like uh, atmosphere where I'm not curious about cults at all. I'm like, I got it. Yeah, I know they work. Okay. And I think I was actually part of one. I know I was part of one when I was young, when I was 19, and I moved to Oklahoma. And I, I ended up like they became a doomsday cult while I was in the middle of being in their church. And they started stockpiling guns and water, and they were building an underground bunker. I didn't know this at the time. I just know that I was 19 and a 47-year-old man was telling me that God had called me to be his wife, and that's when I was like, I need to bounce on this shit right here, <laughs> and um, made my way back to Alabama, and then I was watching HBO. It had to be four years after I knew these people, and I just I extracted myself from them. They kept calling my mom's house because I didn't have my number, and I finally just had to go, look, guys, fuck off, okay? I don't want anything that you're selling. You guys are creepy. The dude was trying to call me, and my mom said, she got on the phone, my sweet little mama. I loved her. She goes, I'm going to call the FBI on y'all. I'm going to come down there and have your house raided. So you need, she's 19 years old, and you're almost 50. So my mother, like, put her foot down. But then I'm watching HBO in my house, and the pastor of the church, I will, you would know, I could call his name out. I won't. He was the center of an FBI investigation. Uh, for doing all kinds of crazy shit to his parishioners. But they had become like a satanic cult almost kind of thing. It was crazy. And my mom, <laughs> I told my mom about it. She goes, I knew, I knew they was going to be end up worshiping Satan. Nobody worshiping God is doing all that kind of foolishness and being crazy and trying to marry young girls. That's just, that's not Bible. It's Unless not Bible at all. Satan. Exactly. So my mom called it. And I'm not sure if my mother didn't low level call the FBI, you know. <laughs> She might have snitched on these people, and that's why he ended up in, you know. It's like McMillions. Could be. the one person made that phone call. My mom was a whistleblower. Shout out to Sybil. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) 
Wow. Could That's be. Iconic. Yeah, but it actually happened. Weird things happen to me. I'm a freak magnet. Um, so how is what's what's it like in the Magal Hayes household? Like, is is there a a breakfast meal and then there's everybody wanders away and then you come back for a luncheon? What's happening? No, the only time we we all have breakfast and lunch at different times, because um, it's just me, Sophia, Michael, and Grandma. Um, and then we all sit down for dinner together once my mom is home. But there's no real routine, honestly. Like I'm sticking to what I said last week. Routines are not working for me. I just I just need to like wake up, figure out what I need to do, and then what I want to do. And then sometimes I'll get to what I want to do, and sometimes I don't. And I'm just like, well, I'll try again tomorrow. Right. <laughs> I are think you- the only re- the only like routine thing is like after dinner, I won't do any work. I kind of just like make a cup of tea and play some Skyrim. Um, oh, Skyrim. That, we gotta talk about Skyrim is- in a minute. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Um, but like with like school, I'm apparently I'm not the only one having a really hard time keeping up with the due dates. Um, my computer is like covered in post-it notes reminding me of things due, which is like not like me at all. Like I always can remember due dates really well. I've never had to use an agenda. Every time I try to use one, I just end up I use it for like a week. And then I'm just like, what's the point if I can remember everything? But now I'm just like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's due, when it's due, if we're still doing this thing, if we're still not. So, like, it's it's very it's very stressful to try to keep track of all of that. And the absurdity level in some of the classes is just, like, growing exponentially. <laughs> and you just really want off this nightmare roller coaster. Like, you want off this ride immediately. Yeah. And I have to remind myself that there's only, like, three more weeks left of this. But I'm just, like, ready to be... Again, I'm over it. Well, like, three weeks in the quarantine is five years. Yeah, it's five years. Yeah. Like, I think... We've been I quarantining think, for four weeks. Yeah. And it feels like 7,000 years. One day is four years. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. That's what it feels like to me. We've all become untethered. Ian, how are you doing? We don't even... I mean, ha- I, we we kind of talk, but we don't talk. Like, we no. literally live... We sit next to each other pretty much all... During the day, we're in each other's orbit constantly. Yeah. But I don't really know if I should, you know, what you think half the time. No, I mean, I'm used. Should we see a marriage counselor? I'm used to, <laughs> I'm used to not working, you know, because that's just the the nature of the business. Yeah, like our work ebbs and flows yeah. as freelancers. Yeah, but it's like, I'm so I'm not I'm not getting like cabin fever in that respect or regards. I'm more, you know, the. The when you don't work, you don't make money type thing. But you're a doer. <clears throat> this is yeah. the one thing I know about you. It's like Ian will, he's a handy guy. We have an old house. I, f- I love how you guys are describing your house. It was built back in the 90s. Yeah, I'm like, whoa. Back in the oldie <laughs> 90s. And I'm like, this bitch was built in 1935. I mean, our ghosts have ghosts. Our ghosts are coming to complain to us about, there's somebody haunting my space, dude. Like the house has been here for a minute. So mm-hmm. Ian's always like having to fix something. He grew up in this house. So, like, right now we don't have any hot water in the bathroom, but no one wants to go to Home Depot and get COVID-19. So, he's used to getting in the truck and yeah. getting a thing. That's, that's You're always that's after a MacGuffin. Yeah. I noticed that you're always – he needs to chase a little bit of a Frisbee. He doesn't do great with being inside. Me, I used to be a person who could never sit still, and the back half of my life, I'm like, fine if I don't go outside for five days. But both of us, I think, are starting to go a little bit crazy. Like, we're literally looking at our jungle of a backyard, and I'm thinking, 
you know, I'm going to get out there and like, I'm going to enjoy working in the backyard. I'm like, oh, the apocalypse, man. The quarantine is fucked up. I am now looking at the backyard like, oh, that's something I'll relish doing. Like, <laughs> what is that? And then there's the, are you guys going out for grocery runs? Are you doing any of the grocery runs? We're not, we're not leaving the house. My mom is doing all the grocery runs. Wow. And she's working too still. Yep. So, and she's being safe at work, obviously. She's being protected Mm -hmm. and all that. So she's out in the world. She's probably, I mean, how is your mom doing? Is she like, how is she, what's her emotional state? Um... I don't know. We don't we don't really talk about it, honestly. I just make sure that when she gets home, like I'm I'm literally standing there waiting for her with a thing of Clorox wipes because I think sometimes she just forgets like the first couple of weeks, like she was really diligent about it. But I think like most people, she's getting used to the rhythm of it. Um, and I think once I've noticed a lot of people that after the two weeks of quarantining, they're a lot less lax and like about like things regarding the coronavirus but like i think that's like the opposite way to do it because you could have gotten it within those two weeks that doesn't mean you still don't have it right so i had to keep reminding her like i'm waiting for her like 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 wipe down your phone wipe down your keys wipe down you know your purse and everything and then go inside and wash your hands um but no she's she's doing good we're just we're just making sure that we're lowering that risk as much as we can because so it must be like very surreal for her because she's the one who's going out of the home and you guys are literally in the bubble Mm -hmm. like ian's doing all the shopping here and i sit in the car i go with him as a ride along but it's like it's a very stressful thing for us to go to the store i get very worried and then my dreams i think we're all having coronavirus dreams and Mm -hmm abandoned cut off from people he's in the hospital all that horrible shit that's actually happening in real life no they're taking they're taking a lot of steps though i think locally in in our grocery stores i mean they put up the plexi i mean the the plexi at smart and final is a lot more substantial than the plexi at gelson's are they restricting the amount of people that can be in the store at gelson's yes at smart and final i have not noticed that but Mm. they've they've kind of sealed their workers in behind panels yeah like and and there's signs that says you can't come in unless you have a mask on. that was new today and they closed our parks like literally every park yeah in los angeles county is closed and i think that's just for the day though i think it's for the weekend the weekend the the well no because it was open yesterday well i think it's going to be into tomorrow could be wrong how is it there what's what's the policy setting in your town Honestly, I, I don't know. Yeah, they're not going <laughs> we're not out. leaving the house, honestly. No. I just know that the stay-at-home order is effective until, what is it, June 12th? June 12th. Um, June 12th? I know, yeah, they've got a long yeah. haul. That's because people were, like, at the beach, and there was it was overcrowded, so our governor was like, no. What was that, two weeks ago or a week ago? Wow. It was five years ago. It's like you guys have to tell. start all over again. I can't again. tell if it was a week ago or two weeks ago. I don't know. Yeah, remember. they may start all over again. Because you said you've been doing it for four weeks already. That's a month. Yep. June 12th, that's another month away. Holy shit. Yep. Don't tell them. It's wow. fine. <laughs> don't remind um, them. But no, I mean, well, it's if, probably going to be. If things the... get better before then, the governor said that he can amend it or he can revoke it. I can't remember yeah. the wording. But yeah. right now, I think it's because. The way I'm the way I'm thinking about it is that if he can like say it once 
and put it for this amount of time. He doesn't have to come back every 30 days. Yeah. And be like, hey, sense. we're still extending yeah. it. We're still extending it. We're still extending it. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to like make sure my parents are taking it seriously. Like, my dad said he went to, um, like a therapy session uh, that he goes to every couple of months. And I was like, did you really need to go to that? If it's every couple of months, like, like, also, you know, can like, these counselors do this like on fucking Skype? Or yeah. Something? Well, well that's what it, I yeah. asked, but he said, no, they're not, they're not doing any online or you phone call sessions. You can do like, talk therapy on fucking Skype. Yeah. You should be yeah. able to. He needs to push for it. I, he, and that's what I told him. Patient rights. He can actually and push he's for still it working. in any state. He's yeah. still working. Is so. he really? Shit. Yeah, so he's see he's come by to the house a couple of times, but we we kind of like sit away from him, just like and he stays for like an hour or so, and we just talk about things, because uh, that's the best we can do because he's he's still going to work every day. Um, but yeah, in terms of in terms of like other things, like I did, I don't know the specifics about the stay home order because I'm hearing different things about how if you're outside if you're driving around outside of your neighborhood and you don't have to have a sheet of paper from your employer that says you know you're on your way to work or your way you're on your way home from work then they can arrest you or not arrest you they can pull you over and send you home in some cases they can arrest you if they pulled you over more than once without that sheet and then some people are just like doing things they go into their friend's house for drinks and there's there's no problem so i don't i don't know what's I don't know if it's differing between counties or if it's the whole state. I don't know. But still, my, good for Virginia for trying. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sophia. My, uh, one of my friend's dad is the sheriff of the Norfolk Police Department. And um, I asked her about it. And, and apparently he was like, that's not, like they're, that's not a big issue for them. They're not pulling people over left and right. So I don't know. I'm not sure. It's kind of hard to police. How do you police yeah. that? Like, that's yeah. millions of people. Well, they're finding they're finding people here. They're in finding certain them. instances, but yeah. for I mean, like, like how do they know if I'm just going to the gas station to pick up some donuts? Yeah, right. You know, or just getting gas, or yeah. getting gas. Apparently, there's a lot of public shaming. I think Mark Maron on Twitter yesterday was like, "Is it okay just to get in the car and go for a drive?" And he gets screamed at by everybody. He's like, "Oh, a big fancy celebrity wants to get in his car and drive around." Yeah, and I'm like. Okay, first of all, Mark Maron is not that big of a celebrity, so calm your tits. <laughs> Secondly, what are you talking about? Like, it's okay to get in. I mean, obviously problematic if your car breaks down, you're interacting with people, blah, blah, blah. Maybe you don't need yeah. to go far afield, but there's nothing about don't drive. And I think some people, like, load the family up, and especially if you have, like, kids or you're just a human being who just wants to see some new scenery. I don't think there's anything wrong with taking a rip down the road every once in a while. That's yeah. what I want to do, but, again, I don't know if I'll get pulled over for that. I think you, you should know? be fine. I mean, you could I look it up. I think gives him a reason being, like, I had to go get groceries or something um, like that. Okay, like... yes, lie to the police. That's well, a great... Yeah. <laughs> they'll listen to our YouTube and they'll come and get you. I just don't I, don't... I don't feel like there's enough officers on the road to enforce yeah. that. And then all they're going to do is tell you to turn around and just go, like, I'm just going to the store, get blah, blah, blah. Like, like if, you're, if you're obviously trespassing, like, on the beach, then yeah, but... There's no or way if you're they climbing the fence at Shane Dawson's house when you know you shouldn't be. No. I'm I'm just referring to the future when Sophia's here and she gets arrested. I wonder what they're doing up there in those closed uh, Calabasas neighborhoods. Those, those. They're freaking out. Oh, they're bored. Okay, can we just talk about like 
I'm sick of it. I've got to tell you, celebrities need to beware. Be like Rihanna. Be like Rihanna. She's so far dedicated $6 million to various charities. She's also dedi- she's working with um, Jack Dorsey of Twitter to um, fund women's shelters, families who are victims of domestic abuse, because that has been ratcheted up by being forced stay at home be like rihanna and then she's like yelling at her fans on a live feed like if one more one of you motherfuckers tells me one more time to put my album out i'm out here trying to save the world because our president ain't like be that way but like all of these people who just keep showing us like they're at home baking their shit and i love chrissy Teigen too i'm not coming down i'm not coming for chrissy or people like that but i'm just like i think aren't we all just kind of like fuck off aren't we just like Fuck off. On the other side of this, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Yeah. Um, there are people that I thought who were untouchable in this who are now telling me that they're losing their jobs. I have some friends at Disney who are, they're, yeah. they could possibly get flatlined in this. And then people who just, they were barely hanging on in a mom and pop. So I guess my thing is, shut the fuck up. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, you're bored. We're all kind of not digging this, dude, and it is boring, but you know who's not bored? <laughs> Nurses who can't catch a breath, who are in danger, the people gasping for breath in the ERs and in the hallways. They're not bored. The families that are, who may never see their people again, and I know it sounds very soapboxy, but seriously, I say this as a public service announcement to all you bougie-ass celebs, shut the fuck up either entertain or stop going live to show yeah. us your I fancy like ass fucking mansion and you and your yoga pants being bored go ahead sorry i'll stop a couple of weeks ago i don't remember honestly but when when the corona came became like a huge thing especially in the united states kim kardashian was talking about some she's basically shit talking like taylor swift or whatever and people, like, I remember someone, like, quote tweeted it and was like, Kim, people are dying. <laughs> like, you know, it, it is true, you know. And I remember yeah. on, on Twitter, I think it was last night, I saw this video of this nurse. And I wish I could remember her name, but I don't. But she was, like, just in tears crying. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm so tired of having to call families and tell them that their loved one passed away. Or I'm tired of having to tell doctors that their patient is dead, like, in that room, and they have to, like, take them out because they need that room. It's just honestly, like, so heartbreaking, and people don't really understand that. Right, so you, like, not having flour to bake your fucking bullshit Easter cookies or you not having enough, you know, knitting material to knit your... Fuck off. Just fuck off. Just fuck off. It's okay. It's like there's so many people who are just terrified about just low-level outside the virus what their lives going to be like on the other side of this you know yeah. are they going what's the world going to look like on the other side of this this is going to this is changing us forever we're in the middle of a huge world shift a world event that we haven't this world hasn't seen since 1918 1919 with the spanish influenza yes the world war did have impact but of the people who are alive right now you know wh- who are you going to be in this are you going to be the asshole celebrity who's on fucking instagram Boring us with your bullshit. Are you going to be someone who's trying to help? And a lot of people are helping. There's a lot of good in the world. There's a lot of people who are sending meals to um, workers and and doing raising funds and making masks. Christian Siriano, he's like turning out two thousand, three thousand. Uh, his team is turning out those 
things every day. They're not selling the masks. They're providing them to frontline healthcare workers. There's so much good in the world. So I'm not trying to highlight the bad. I'm just saying it would be nice to just, I have to get off of social media after 45 minutes. And then I realized, you know, here's the problem. I can solve this uh, all day long. And I just went and unfollowed 98% of the celebrities I've been following. Problem solved. <laughs> and I'm following healthcare workers and I'm following grocery store uh, personnel that I can find. And I'm, I'm, my feed has changed and it's a lot calmer and it's a lot more important than figuring out where the fuck my favorite celebrity might be right now. I mean, yeah, I'm concerned about the people that I love their work. I'm concerned if people are okay, of course. But I just got really wore out this week of people doing the whole I'm bored thing. Shut the fuck up. Just shut up. Yeah. Even if you think that, keep it to yourself. You know, keep it to yourself. Yeah. You know, I got so fucking bored yesterday uh, for some strange moment. I kind of snapped. I, I think I... <laughs> I started like color coordinating my books, like all the Karens of the world. I did a totally Karen thing. And I got halfway through two bookshelves and realized that this is not me. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not that it was bored. nice, though. I liked it. It's really pretty, right? But then I'm like, yeah. I There's a Daily Show sketch about this chick going, um, the reporter's on the, oh, I'm going to read a red book today. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, noted, noted. Yeah, I think we're all looking for, for small things to do yeah. just to keep us busy. But I think also, like, I think I want to back up what I said last week is that I'm, I'm, I think I'm starting to feel less cabin fevery as the weeks go by um, because I'm finding other ways to fill my time. And I think, I think it helps. And I was, I was talking to you this morning as we were pre-gaming the show that that, you know, we're all yearning for, for things to be less chaotic so we can sort of resume our daily lives. But I think we're we're all going to need an adjustment period to get to that point. Like, I and I say this, and I, I saw that, you know, Wuhan had finally lifted the lockdown, and there was people, like, waiting at the gates of the city in their cars to, like, leave to go see their, their, their family. Um... So I think there's going to be some of that, but I think there's also going to be some people, maybe including myself, that are like going to wait a little bit because I mean, if we if we undo the lockdown too soon, then we're just going to get a second wave. Yeah. And the WHO is like really like because we're starting to see most of the curves starting to flatten, they're really really cautious about um, letting governments know to not undo the lockdown too soon like we have to wait for it to to go down a little more and just because it's starting to flatten doesn't mean we can all go back to our daily lives like we don't want this to last longer than it's already going to so but i i think that will be interesting by the time we do get to the bottom of that wave is to see the reaction of people going back to work or just like just going out in general and seeing how people's behaviors have changed because of this I think we are forever altered. Yeah. I mean, I think people will still maintain a little bit of distance. I think handshakes are going to be kind of like, I, 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 I'm not going to shake anyway. Never. Are you like, yo, What's up? what up? <laughs> or like that guy, like the doctor in pandemic, he just, you know, he did an elbow bump with everyone he met. Yeah. So I don't think I'm shaking hands. 
we were revisiting you know. Pandemic. Uh, Ian hadn't seen it. We revisited it this weekend and getting your dad to watch it. It's so eerie to watch it's that show. It's fucking mind-blowing. Just to see it in the middle of where we are right now and how we were bracing for it, and it is as bad as the experts in this special were saying it was going to be. I think uh, hopefully everybody's w- awake now. I know I'm wide awake for this. I, I don't think I think it's gonna it's forever gonna alter my behavior. I'm trying to be a better person in this though. Just inwardly, I'm trying to go. How can I use this time to change myself? What's the real change look like? I don't know what that is. I'm still. Yes, the book is important. Still working on that book, trying to get it out there. But I'm like. That's not the most important thing. It's really like things in, are shifting within me. So I try to focus on different things. So I understand what you're saying about like I was a creature of habit before this. I had my routine because I do work at home. And I was following that routine that I've relied on for a long time. And now I'm finding myself going, you're just mindlessly locked into a routine. What can you get out of this day? How can you think about others? What can you do without touching people? You know, I don't have any money. <laughs> we don't have any money to help. But what can you do? And I'm, I guess I'm not on a search for that right now. And also... I mean, staying home is like doing more than most people. It is. It yeah. is important. It's like you're doing your bit. You're not overwhelming the health care system. And if you watch Pandemic, it's, it's six to eight episodes Six piece. You see how fragile our system was here. How f- how healthcare systems are fragile all over the world, but in third world countries, they are actually better prepared to handle a pandemic because they deal with this on the regular. Mm-hmm. And how their mindset is just locked into this is just par for the course. And Americans are so used to having it a certain way. And then I, I think I think the thing that keeps me up at night is that when this is over, it's like losing a loved one, somebody that you really care about. First, it's like the death part, shocking. You're so shocked, it's like your, a limb has been cut off and it's been cauterized and there's pain, but it's like numbing. It's pain that's so big that you can't feel it, right? And then it's six months to a year after that you kind of collapse. And I feel like that's what's going to happen with us. All those jobs that are not coming back. Yeah. All of the things that will be forever changed. All of the, the draconian shit our government is doing. And now they're trying to gerrymander the election. They're trying to take our voice away. And I think it's an opportunity for us as human beings, especially in the United States, to come together and like, Fight the good fight. We we're 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 organizing online every day. So rather than getting on your dumb Zoom to have some dumb, stupid, dumb meeting about your dumb shit, maybe get on there and talk about like how you're gonna push your state to do vote by mail. Or you all like get on a Zoom call and you group call your senator. How about that? Yeah. I, I hope it's I a good hope. activity. Hey, there's fifty of us in here at the church of the blah blah blah. We're your constituency, and we're going to come and wreck your fucking shit come election time. Lesson, you tell us what you're going to do to not be a shit monkey. Yeah. I and hope I, people... I mean, that's my script. You can you, you use your own words. I hope people, <laughs> I hope people like, like us as a collective, change the way 
that we um, we we put our our elected officials through their the paces. How we vet them. They work for us. You know, and I don't. I I want us to start electing people who actually know what they're doing. You know, this whole thing about well, anybody could run. It's a free country. Anybody can run. No, you can't. I mean, if you're a dumb motherfucker, you right shouldn't now. be doing anything. Yeah. Because you're responsible for everyone else. And we as the electorate need to be smarter yeah. and, and elect people who have a track record of being able to get things done in a way that is includes a lot of people. And also, I so. think there's just a lot of people who need to run. There's so many people I know who are capable. They're so much more capable of holding office than the people who do. And they think, oh, I don't, I'm not qualified. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> if you're if you're capable of critical thought, it doesn't fucking matter if you have a degree or not have a degree. It doesn't even really matter on your age. Seriously, it's like we're all so thirsty for good leadership that I feel like this is the time when we had this time when we're sitting here at home. And I'm with you, Andre, all day long. I feel like the day is the day. That day, that Tuesday, whatever in this day has the shape of whatever it's going to be. Absolutely. There's just days where I'm like, I'm just going to do this random shit today. It'll be fine. I'm going to paint a little bit, read a book, talk to my husband. We're going to make some brand new meal. Hey, let's just crush up croutons and put it on pasta. Mmm, it's delicious. You know, whatever. But then, <laughs> then there are moments where I'm like, how do we, can I get some friends together and we can talk about how to tackle some problem in their state? You know? Because we live in California. Everybody likes to pick on us, but we do do a lot of shit right. And I'm not saying we're arrogant about it. It's just like this is what happens. You pay a lot of high taxes. There's a lot of crazy real estate. Out of the, a lot of issues with LA and, LA and California in general, general. But we are kind of handling this okay. We are kind of doing pretty fucking good at this. So now you want to help other states like turn that place blue or at least purple so you want to have both sides represented so i don't know what's going to come out of this but i've been having a lot of conversations with those people and we do i swear to god this week we have got to do a cocktail hour hmm. got to get into a cocktail hour we'll drag sophia out of her cave <laughs> she can have a sprite i don't know if she drinks but uh no she's like <laughs> no never now, that's what she's doing in her dark room. She's just getting drunk as hell every day <laughs> and just sobering Making up for dinner. In her toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, respect. <laughs> Some toilet hooch. So I don't know why I didn't mean to like drag us onto a soapbox. But I, I just, I don't know where we're going to land. And I feel like that, that's, that, not just being in this time, but I think a lot of our anxiousness comes from the future. But I feel like we can shape this future. It doesn't have to happen to us. We can make it be whatever it needs to be and I feel like maybe that's one of the uses of our time as we come out of this after we get over being hit over the head and all of the stress I feel like I feel the gathering storm is coming where everyone's going to come together and go no 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 you work for us you're going to do what we tell you to do we're going to shape this future we're not just going to let this happen and I feel like that's where this revolution is going to come yeah. from, is this pandemic. I feel like it's coming. You're going to have to find that moderate ground. Because, you know, I don't want to overturn anyone's Second Amendment, uh, uh, no. second ri uh, amendment rights. Mm -mm. I don't want to take your guns away. You know, I don't want to do all these things that are the, the sticking points for the left and right. I just want someone who's going to 
make sure that our healthcare system is intact, that schools are doing well, people have an honest, you know, uh, um, chance to improve their their lot in life. It's not that much. Well, and abortion know? should stay safe, legal, and available no. to every woman who uh, needs it. And queer rights should be protected. And trans exactly. people should be protected. It's human. It's just human rights. Yeah. Just be a human being. We'll be good. And if you don't want me to come to your church, don't invite me. You know? <laughs> I wasn't going to come anyway. You know, I'm uh, uh But I am so happy of the for the people who today are respecting um, the laws and they're staying home and they're having their Easter worship online. That's really cool. So hats off to the people who were doing that today. Thank you guys for... You know, worshiping at home and doing your deal. You know, Jesus knows where you live. He sees you, girl. Um, so Skyrim, I feel like we need to talk about Skyrim. Mm. You were done just to death. Bit. You're done to death with Fallout Four. I mean, yeah, I think you I th- just I I just thought it, you know that just came when you said Skyrim. I was like, oh, Skyrim. <laughs> I saw his face. And then the, the fucking the the I have the soundtrack and it just came back. I was like. Mm. Yeah. Skyrim. I feel like running around in Skyrim is just just the ticket. I think you well, just so I, came I up with what we're going to do with the rest of our Easter. Well, there you go. There you no, go. No, it's um I wanted something to like flip-flop between Fallout um and I wanted to get into a new game and then Lindsay sent me the money <laughs> to get Skyrim cuz it was like $13 on the PS Yay, store. Lindsay. Um, cool. because, cause she loves Skyrim. She's been playing it for years. And I told her that I was like hesitant to like buy it because I remember I, I played it on, on her PlayStation like two years ago and I didn't get into it. And I was afraid that that was going to happen again. And she, and she was like, girl, let me just send you this money so you can get it. <laughs> um, so she, she did that, but you. now I love it. And I think I have to thank fallout for it because it is, because it's made by the same people yeah. and it's very similar, but I think Skyrim there isn't so much of a learning curve as there is with Fallout. I think Skyrim, did it come first before Fallout 4? I think it did. Do you know? Yeah. I feel like it did, but I could be... Because they have, I mean, Elder Scrolls, I think, came out before Fallout 4. I know that Fallout 4 came out in 2015. But I don't know what... Oh, yeah, the... Skyrim was like 2011 or something. There's yeah. been different iterations of it, just like Fallout. Right. So. Yeah. But no, like I think I think it's a, a slightly stripped down version of it. And I think I quite like the simplicity of it. Yeah. Um and yeah, I think I have to I have to thank Fallout for that. Um but I need to get back into Fallout because it's been a week straight of Skyrim, even though I said I was gonna piggyback off of it or flip flop in between. Sometimes um, no, like, it's when great. you play Skyrim and you're trying to kill a dragon with like a fucking bow and arrow and you've done that for like, I don't know. <laughs> and you keep dying and shit. You're like, I just want to go yeah. into Fallout, playing God mode, and just blow fucking death claws away with like one shot. You yeah. know, you do kind of get that kind of. It's more of the, it, it is more of that role play sort of adventure like type thing where you're just like, mm-hmm. huh, 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 you know. Yeah. Where Fallout is is a lot. You know, you can build stuff. It, you don't have to play the game with with Skyrim. You have to play the game. Yeah, you can't just run around. That's, right, you know. Some wizard will right. jump out from behind him a rock and go, you shall not pass. Yeah. <laughs> you need the potus of the blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, this is some nerdy ass shit here. This dude need me to like go, I need five ingredients to do a something spell. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to think this much. And also you can't yeah. drink wine and do all that shit. I'm like, I'm oh, sorry, what? 
It's like playing <laughs> D&D drunk. You cannot play D&D drunk well. You will get thrown out of the coven or whatever we used to call ourselves. The Demogorgon Club. I want to get back to Outer Worlds. I'm feeling like at some point I'm going to gift you some money for Outer Worlds so I can have an Outer Worlds buddy. So you can try How it. How about after the pandemic when you have money? <laughs> that is a good point. Um, start working again. Would it literally go to the pier and give hand jobs for, uh, you know, game money? Yeah. Good we point. haven't even gotten our, our aid checks yet. Yeah, we haven't. Ian's like, yeah, excuse me? Uh. Sorry. Uh-uh. <laughs> nah, we ain't doing that yet. <laughs> but I feel like I just, I want uh, people to share the outer world's uh, love with me because it is a, it's very, it's by the people who originally made Fallout by Obsidian. Obsidian got, I don't know what the relationship, I've read a bunch of allegedly what happened between Bethesda and Obsidian, I don't know. I'm sure it's, it's, been beefed up to be more than it actually is but it's very clever and i can't say enough about the outer worlds i'm just still enjoying it i'm dying a lot i do uh, want to cheat and play in god <laughs> mode um i play for about 20 minutes and 30 minutes and then i stop because i'm, like, I'm dead now fuck it and then i go on reddit and try to find like a am i doing this wrong no i'm just a shitty gamer that's what it is it's it's, is. <laughs> it's like that snl skit from last night where he has his youtube <laughs> his youtube channel and he's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just a gamer, dude. And he's doing his thing. <laughs> and it goes to his screen and he dies. Like every time. Every single time. Just, uh, guys. Uh, he just goes and he dies. You just stop spawning <laughs> where I'm respawning and kill me immediately. He's on the Twitch stream. He's just like, he just sucks. It's I so swear funny. to Christ. I, I almost shat my pants. It was so funny. Did you guys see no. an uh, SNL last night online? No, I didn't. No. I don't think we, we don't. Do we get what it's on? It's on NBC, right? NBC, yeah. but they aired it at Do we eight. Get that? Our time, so it was just like it we went live. Usually, it doesn't go live when it's eleven East Coast. Yeah. Um, what is oh, it? Interesting. I could probably catch it on Hulu. I think. I Here's think the thing: it's like the uh, the uh, the host, you know, was Hanks, Tom Hanks. So he did an opening, and closing. The band was playing the opening credits from all different kinds of places. Uh, in their rooms. It's it's worth watching because it's just a piece of culture that I think you you want to take in, right? Whether mm-hmm. you like the content or not at this point, I feel like it's just something like you're going you're bearing witness. I watched uh, SNL sign on in the 70s when I was in high school, I think. I want to say I was in high school, maybe I was in junior high. And like I remember just being in love with the show. It was so weird. It was so bizarre and out there. And I loved bizarre and weird shit. It was the weirdest shit ever. Like it's not the SNL you guys know of. It was just like this bizarre bunch of strung out East Village kids getting up and doing the most random shit ever. And nobody was high, mostly on Coke. <laughs> and um and now it's this thing and I've never stopped watching it. I've never taken a season off or a break off. So for me sitting here last night, I was just like, we're in this world. We're watching this being put together this way. A couple of the sketches were perfect for this platform and this way they were doing it. And then a couple were stinkers. But Hanks told us, he goes, you know how the show's going to go. A couple of these things are going to be stinkers. You know the drill. (laughs) Um, And then Chris Martin played From Home. Uh, He played the, the musical piece From Home. I think it was a truncated I think it was a full 45 minutes, I don't want to say. But it was like, there was a couple of things that were like worked. Yeah. And, and then there was mm-hmm. Pete D- Davidson. Yeah, they gave him a little bit too much airtime. <sighs> Just leave the show. I Pete. want someone to check on Colin Jost because I saw a picture of him in like the Zoom layout 
And I don't know if it's because he's home with ScarJo all the time now, but like, what happened to him? Do you mean his glow up? No, I mean like his like beard is like all gray. Yeah. I was just looking into his eye. I don't even like white boys at all, but like I was looking into his eyes last night, going, "Jost is kind of cute." No, he's cute, totally. But like his hair was like lighter than he usually is. I don't know yeah. if he like gets a dyed or something. I was like, just, I don't know what's happening, but I just, I thought he looked really cute last night. And I also was just like, there's no ScarJo walking through the frame, like none. Yeah. <laughs> like at all. <laughs> yeah. I think somebody I lied. It just shook me a little bit because he looks so different. Yeah, he does look different. All these people, you see him up close, you're like, oh, what? And then sometimes they look exactly the way they do on screen. But most of the oh, time... Yeah. They look like very strange troll goblin people. And you're like, okay, that that lens is magic because, ew. AD has like really weird stuff behind her. Uh, AD, Brian? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looked, it, I, I don't know if it was, it was a joke or something, but it kind of looked like, you know, a 1920s aesthetic she has a it. weird husband i'm just like what she look up 80s husband creepy fucking weirdo uh we were just gonna do the check-in is there anything else we wanted to like encapsulate on our easter quarantine hangout other than stay home i don't yeah they have online church now you guys so you don't need to go nowhere you can find jesus online He's he on the, now. Don't get on Zoom, though. Zoom is, there's an article out there you guys should hunt down. The, the CEO of Zoom is saying that the platform is not made for this, you know, who went like, oh, I'm making a pl- uh, platform for the apocalypse. But he's basically admitting that the platform is not secure. So just heads up about Zoom. If you don't want your church service to get, uh, you know, uh, Zoom bombed by hackers who are saying <laughs> profanities. Maybe I got you an scared. email from my, from my school warn, warning about yeah. that. Because there have been some instances of, of people. And at first they, they didn't think people were like breaking into it. They just thought it was students misbehaving. But then they heard like it was happening to other schools. And, and they were like, yeah, so Zoom got, got word of it. I've had to download like four different updates just in this week alone. So they're they're trying to <laughs> oh, they're wow. trying to like make sure it doesn't happen. But like they're coming out on top. Who knew? I but didn't even know guess, who Zoom was until this pandemic. Exactly. Well, I think they're also about to be tanked by the uh, by the quarantine. But but the but wouldn't you guys welcome though one of these boring ass classes that you are being forced to take, being Zoom bombed? I mean, like that would be like the time when I would be like loving it. I'm like, yeah, this is great. I mean, it's it's, it's it like the be- beach ball at a game, a baseball game. Yeah. You know. It would depend. I mean, like. If they were like shouting obscenities and and racist slurs, I don't know if I'd be happy. But if they just came in and like were pretending to be a student and like I don't I don't know how I would feel about that. I don't know. Just to break up the monotony, I guess. How long do you have to go, Sophia? Same like do you have another three or four weeks in your classes? Yeah, I have like three weeks left. What are you guys gonna do in three weeks when this is over? Are we gonna have like an online Hi. party? Rejoice. <laughs> rejoice no you know my my school is trying to do a a virtual graduation sort of thing i still don't know what exactly they have in mind but they sent me an email this past week or was it last week i don't know um giving us details about this virtual graduation and they said they would love for us to shoot a video of ourselves talking about our time at school in our cap and gown 
And they said, but if you didn't get your cap and gown before we went online, don't worry. We have a Snapchat filter you can use. And that's when I just like closed the email and I was like, great. So I'm not doing that. I want to know why, why they would think I would like use the last of my expendable mental energy on making a Snapchat filter video talking about what I loved about college. This is not what your tuition is for. Yeah. Your tuition is not for these college professors to all of a sudden start start turning into elementary school teachers. It's like, what are we regressing? This is not the this is not the first grade, bitch. Like what? What? Oh my god. That's so lame. I feel like some punkin needs to happen though. I feel like you full drag in cap and gown. <laughs> I think that should happen. I feel like this should happen. I feel like it should just be drag day. And I'd be like, my favorite thing about college is when they made me do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, other good things that come out of this. Sophia's haircutting styles. You guys have to, if you're listening to this on the podcast, go to our YouTube channel, Ashlyn Podcast on YouTube, simple enough, and check out what she's done with his hair. I'm so impressed with this it's cool. undercut. It's Thanks. really good it's really looking. Cool. I mean, like, you didn't just shave his head. Like, you gave him a straight-up style, and I am gagging. It is amazing. <laughs> um, Thank you. One thing I was going to also recommend that I just read, and I know this because I've been taking yoga for years and years and years and doing yoga, but it really is helping a lot of people out. You don't need a whole lot of room to do it. You can do standing poses. I'm going to try it. I'm going to go back and uh, try to learn Tai Chi again because you can stay in one spot and do all that stuff. But they were like, you know, it's really good for your decision-making skills. It's really good for stress relieving. It helps your memory. It to boost um, emotional intelligence, if that's a real thing. Um, so I feel like, you know, just do one pose maybe every morning this week. Just let me know how it works. I'm going to try it. So if you want to try it with me, I'm going to try like to do the tree pose tomorrow. <laughs> yeah that's it go. that's exactly how it goes and then uh and then like the next day i'll do like warrior one and you know downward dog so i'm just gonna try like doing one yoga pose and then like build it up to like a a whole routine let's see how that goes you know might do it drinking one morning just put some ramen old coffee and just be like yeah let's do some yoga yeah. <laughs> um any other tips from you guys any other things that you guys are doing that's working for you apparently make a cave like Sophia yes. fill it with a coffee scented candle go watch uh, occultist videos about some hillbillies shitting in the floor and doing satanic shit yep. <laughs> that's working also, for Sophia um, me and my best friend are actually coming up with a workout plan right now and we're going to Skype each other while we're working out because that's both of awesome. us need that motivation so hopefully we can keep that up. I'll be doing that in my cave as well. That's awesome. <laughs> and listen to D-Nice. Somebody needs to help my um, Luddite ass. So D-Nice is on Instagram live, and I need to play it on another device other than my phone because I use my phone for so many things. How do I play Instagram live on my laptop like a grandma, like a wine mom, like a Karen? You can call me whatever you want to, but just help me solve it, my problem uh, out there. In the world of people knowing how, can you do you do the Chrome extension where you make it look like your Instagram and then you can play it? That I don't know. I got to figure it out because I like to listen to D Nice, but I don't want it to like just sit on my phone and drain my battery. 
Right. No, I don't know. I don't. I've never used Instagram on a on a laptop or desktop, so I don't know how it works. Yeah, I know that's a question from an old person to a younger person. Like, I don't know how. You, why would you do that? <laughs> but I just like I really want to hear the music. I want to hear the mix. I just don't want it to. It just kills my phone battery. Yeah. But I love qu- Club Quarantine. I love what D Nice is doing. I think it's it's one of my favorite things that you know having a DJ mix for you, awesome. But then some of these DJs are out here, and I mean y'all need to not. Just stop. <laughs> Please stop. Y'all don't know what you're doing. It's obvious. You don't know what you're doing. That not you everybody rely. needs to be a DJ. Yeah, and then maybe you're relying on people being really drunk in a club for this to work, but like just in my house at 10 o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, what's going on? So I think some of y'all need to stop. You need to like you get over here with these people who are baking shit. Just keep it to yourself. Just keep it to yourself. Just mix ones and twos. Just yeah. <laughs> don't don't um, go lie. I wanted to recommend a, a YouTube channel. I may or may not have mentioned her on the podcast before, but um, I have this favorite YouTuber. Her name is Jenny Nicholson. Um, and she is, to me, one of the most hilarious people I've ever seen on YouTube. She talks a lot about um, movies, TV shows, and books. And she she was I was watching this video before we got on the podcast, but she was reading this book, this terrible book called Trigger Warning. And she's like reading it. And the 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 video is like an hour and 30 minutes. And she's like reading this entire book and just like in the most dry way possible, pointing out why it's terrible. Is this Don Jr.'s book? No, it's by some guy like William Johnston or something. It's. It, she she said it was like an Amazon book or something, and she said she read the sample pages, and she's like, I had to get this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but so how do you spell out, her? What's her, how's her? How do you spell her first name? How do we find her? Spell her name. Her her name is Jenny Nicholson, so it's J E N N Y N I C H O L S O N. Okay. Um, and she's done a lot of different videos. She's done a lot of Star Wars videos, and specifically about the trash fire that was the rise of skywalker and i watch it like at least once a day because it's just it's just great the way she she has very like unique views on things and like i'll say i i would would agree with her on like maybe 80 percent of the videos she makes um but she just she just does a lot of great stuff and it's i don't know it's just like really funny and her voice is like very low-key and zen so it's like nice to have on in the background but like it's just the way she like dryly critiques things there's just something so hilarious to me about it okay i'm in um but yeah i would i would go ahead and check her out if you're interested in that totally in okay cool so who was the guy's name pakuza bababa pazuzu pazuzu (laughs) pazuzu jenny nicholson skyrim pandemic yoga stand side pandemic you know (laughs) <laughs> and then if you're gonna if you're gonna masturbate i just you know use a nice conditioner i mean splurge you're not gonna you know just don't hurt yourself um all right we will we'll see you uh here again next weekend you guys take care of yourself and uh just know that we we do really care about you and we hope that you're you're being uh safe and you're okay out there okay cool bye guys bye bye